Is it okay if I'm a bit vulnerable with you? There's something I'm dealing with right now that I'm still processing through, and it's a soft place in my heart, and I'd like to be able to express it with you and be vulnerable. Is that okay? Can I bring you in to something that I'm currently working with and it's currently a place of softness in my heart? Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 32. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Garrett, and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. So before I get into what it is that I'm currently working through in my heart, I want to address something I went over in the last podcast. I had mentioned briefly what it was like to pursue healing with Holy Spirit through when I wanted to protect the heart of someone. So I want to dive into that a bit deeper so that way I can follow through on my promise to do this. So to give you a bit of context of what was going on, I had been in previous relationships that, honestly, I was making decisions out of pain, out of fear, out of things that were just hurting in my heart. And so because of these issues that I wasn't working through, I was bringing it out on the people I was dating. And when I wanted to pursue a girl, we kind of sat down, we figured out, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to go after this. The Holy Spirit sat me down. He's like, if you're going to pursue this girl, you must protect her heart above all else. I didn't really know what he meant. I'm like, does that mean don't be physical? Does that like, how do I protect her heart? He's like, no, you protect her heart by honoring her, valuing her and not bringing your own issues from past relationships onto her. So here I am thinking like, okay, I want to protect her. I want to be healed. I want to make sure that everything works out well, but I did not know what to do. I am sitting here wondering, okay, how do I even process this information? Like what fears am I bringing onto her? What pain, what hurt? It's like I mentioned before, when you spend time in the presence of God, it's like having a pool and through the seasons, junk may fall into the pool. Branches may fall, heavy things will fall. But when you spend time in the presence, it's like the water coming and bringing it up to the surface. Even if it's super heavy, it could be steel. The presence of God brings it to the surface and you just clean it off the surface. So I'm sitting here like wondering, okay, God, what do I do? How do I protect your heart? He said, Shane, every single day, I want you to come to me and with whatever fear you have, we're going to work through it together. I'm like, okay, sounds good. I can do that. And from that day forward, I started just writing down my fears. Any issue that came up, I would start writing down my fears. For example, she started to introduce me to a lot of her friends. And I didn't realize this, but I was holding back. I didn't want to necessarily become good friends with her friends because of the pain I had in a previous relationship years ago. 
where she introduced me to all her friends and I became friends with her friends. There were points where I would reach out to them and hang out with them just one-on-one. We would go get breakfast. We go get dinner. We just hang out without her. So her friends became my friends. But when the relationship ended, they fell off the map. I think one out of six or seven kept communicating with me. Like when I say they stopped being my friends, like they did not respond to my messages. It was almost like she got the kids in the divorce, right? It was incredibly painful because they had become close to me. I had been vulnerable with them. We had shared our dreams together. And now because of an ended relationship, they were nowhere to be found. They were avoiding me. I ran into them months and months, months later maybe even a year later, and there was nothing there. It was just, hi, like this is awkward because we both knew what had happened. You stopped responding. You ghosted me. You, you avoided me. And here I am in pain. So now all these internal issues are rising in this situation where she's introducing me to her friends and I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through this again. That was hard. That was tough. And the Holy Spirit's like, you need to bring that to me. Bring this to me so we can work on this together. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, uh, I wrote this down. Uh, I got to know her friend when we were meeting there and I just wrote it down on my notepad. And I'm like, okay, deal with fear of her friends, fear of her friends. So I'm going to Holy Spirit. And I'm like, all right, Holy Spirit, I brought this here. Now what do I do? How do I handle this? So he's like, all right, close your eyes. So I close my eyes. He's like, You have pain in your heart of meaning her friends because of what another woman's friends did. You're placing the actions of another person on her. And so he brought up this vision inside my imagination, this picture where I saw doors, open doors, and each woman I had dated was behind a door. And I'm looking at this in my imagination. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing it. And he's like, Shane, you must understand that a woman and everything she does does not determine the actions of another woman. Everything this woman does does not speak for and does not align with or does not make decisions for another woman. It's kind of like when uh, you're interviewing a person and they're like, oh, I speak for the whole team when I say this. That doesn't apply in this case. One person does not determine the actions of another person, does not determine the decisions, the mindset, the thoughts, the patterns of another woman. He's like, you must understand that and realize that you're placing what she did on the woman you're currently dating. So what I need you to do is shut the door and recognize that that woman is her own woman. So I'm seeing this in my imagination. I'm hearing him speak to me. And in my imagination, I go up to the first door with the woman behind it, and I take the door and I close it. And I felt this almost release inside my body. It was like someone had been grabbing me, It's like I had a handle and someone was just grabbing the handle inside my body and just let go. You know, if you ever like kind of grab a little piece of your skin 
and then you just let go. It goes, goes right back into place. It, it relaxes. And it's almost as if you, someone holds you for so long in one spot. It may be a little irritating or annoying, but eventually you completely forget about it. I mean, I don't know if you've ever injured your back, your knees, your neck, or whatever, and it never gets completely healed, but you just get used to the pain. And eventually you don't even recognize that you're in pain because it becomes a normal feeling. That's what it, this was like. This hurt was there for so long, I didn't recognize that I was hurting because it felt normal to feel this way. So when I closed the door, it felt like this release and someone stopped grabbing me and I was able to actually breathe again. And it was like, whoa, that wasn't supposed to be there. And so I go to the next door in my imagination and I go and I close it. And again, a release, a feeling of letting go, a feeling like this baggage was being dropped. And they did it again and again. And I could feel lighter, a little bit more energetic. And once all the doors were closed, I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm feeling this inner excitement to meet her friends. The fear I had of meeting her friends was gone. I'm like, what is happening? I feel really good. And the next time I met with her friends, I was so energetic to get to know them on a deeper level. I was pursuing friendship. The fear of having a pursuing friendship with the girl I'm dating's friends was gone. Which in turn allowed me to care for and protect the heart of the one I was dating better than I was beforehand. So now I'm having an understanding of what Holy Spirit's saying, like, bring your fears to me. And I kept doing this every single day for about two months. I went to him with a fear that arose in me and I brought it to him to be healed. And the same process where I'd close my eyes and he'd bring a picture to me and I just walk through it. I'd go through the imagination with him and he, it would be settled. And the pain and the, and the guilt and the hurt I was carrying was dropping. And it allowed me to not bring my hurt, my fear, my pain on the one I was pursuing, which allowed me to protect her heart better than what I had been previously able to do. I would recommend you try this. Going in to Holy Spirit, writing down a fear you have. It may be at work. I've done this. I've been in sales for most of my career and I had a fear of rejection popping up when I was going to meet with a client. And I'm like, well, let's just take this to Holy Spirit. So I went in there and I was able to do this. Almost the same thing, actually, now that I remember. It was the same thing with the door. I was placing the actions of one person and saying that because they're similar, that they will respond the same way. But he's like saying how, no, they are their own person. So I just shut the door on that. And that fear of rejection was gone. It hasn't come back. So there's multiple areas and avenues you can do this. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It could and probably needs to be, but it could be in finance, business, food, all these different aspects. So I highly recommend check this out. Go into it. That's a little deeper into a place that I needed healing in and how I got there. Now, it's funny because earlier, this actually happened very recently. I was in my room. And I was kind of just getting some work done. And my housemate, uh, 
when he takes showers, he likes to play a lot of loud, intense music. And my mind was just like getting annoyed because I wanted to get some work done, but I was getting distracted. And I'm, I'm trying to kind of enter into God's presence a little bit and have my focus on him. And it's, it's like winding and going around. It's like if you have a rope on the ground and a normal, peaceful mind is just a flat rope just laying there. But now someone took the end and just started like moving it to the left and right and creating those waves. And that's my mind and my spirit. I'm like, ah, I'm getting so annoyed. <laughs> but I've never really spoke to him about this. So it's kind of on me, right? It's on me for not speaking up and saying, hey, can you turn it down a little bit? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, gosh, I'm trying to focus and I'm getting so irritated. And the Holy Spirit's like, you need to find me within the noise. I'm like, what? He said, you need to find me within the noise. You're going to go through life. There's going to be noise everywhere. This is just one situation where you get to practice finding me within the noise. Because there will be times where you're irritated, annoyed, hungry, uh, frustrated. You could be in an airport traveling. You could be delayed. You could have all these issues going around in life. You still need to be able to find me within that. So he's saying, take this irritation and use it to practice finding me within the noise. I'm like, whoa, okay. I think I could do that. So I close my eyes. And I imagine myself taking a step backwards in my spirit. I'm just imagining myself take a step. A step backwards. And I can feel my body shift. I can feel it coming in to a piece. I can, it's almost like, I don't know if you ever fallen asleep on your arm and you get those little tingles. Not a complete sleep, but it's like, okay, it's almost going to sleep. It's tingling. I can feel that. Imagine that being like inside my body. And then magnetized to where the magnet is behind me and it's pulling what's inside me, that tingling feeling inside me. So it's going backwards. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I'm feeling this and I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, okay, I'm feeling good. But then I'm hearing the music and going and going and I'm like, God, in my mind, like I can feel my spirit getting a little bit more in peace. But my mind's still noticing it. I'm still like concentrating. Like I can notice it. It's kind of annoying. And he said, Shane, your mind will respond to the things of the world because it is of the world. It's like, oh, now we're called to have the mind of Christ, but I lately have not been renewing my mind. So my mind has been focused on more things of the world. And he said, but your spirit your spirit will respond to the things of the spirit and your spirit has the ability to bring your mind into subjection. In other words, your spirit can overpower your mind and bring it to focus on the things of the spirit. But it takes practice and willingness and intention. So I'm taking this moment where I'm annoyed and I'm focused on what these issues. And I'm like, all right, let me bring this in, settle this down and move forward. And I'm like, all right, how do I know I'm moving in the right direction? He said, you know, you're moving in the right direction. When you begin to feel a joy and a peace in the place that once brought you discomfort and annoyance. 
So when you enter into a place, when you're annoyed and frustrated, you know you're moving in the right direction. When you can turn yourself and focus on Holy Spirit and you begin to feel peace and you begin to feel joy and you begin to feel love in this situation, your mind may still hear the noise, but your spirit is speaking louder than your mind. Meaning you're noticing your spirit more than you're noticing what your head's doing. You're noticing the spirit more than you're noticing the world. So it takes intentionality. It takes practice. Every single thing that I've brought up, it is only achieved through intentionality, willing, and action. You could listen to this over and over and over again, but until you begin to apply what I'm saying, you won't have the same results that I have. Let me say that again. You can listen and listen and listen to everything I'm saying, what other people are saying, but until you act and apply what we say and teach, you will not have what we have. The experiences that we experience. The relationship that we build. You need to do it on your own. So, with that being said, I want to bring you into a place that I am currently processing currently walking through, but it gives me a chance to be more vulnerable and reveal a place in my heart. So recently this girl has caught my attention. I felt a little inner attraction towards her, but you know, there <laughs> it feels more so that she'd rather be friends like she drops more hints than anything else that she just wants to be friends and that's okay but i'm still experiencing this place of attraction and so i'm having this internal conflict with what my mind is saying is like no like there's no signs that she's interested there's more signs to say that she just wants friendship rather than relationship and so in my heart, I'm just like, in my head and in my heart, I'm like, okay, um, I think I'm just not going to pursue because I don't see any signs of her wanting it. And <laughs> I'm talking to the whole experience, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to pursue her or not? And I'm like, well, <laughs> Holy Spirit, I don't see any signs that she wants me to pursue her, so I'd rather not do that. I'm like, so I'm giving him all these excuses. I'm sitting there and I'm like, Holy Spirit, this, that, and that, and this, and that. And I'm like, and I pause there for a minute and I'm like, um, Holy Spirit, what do you think I should do? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, I should probably ask him what he thinks I should do rather than me just give him the excuses of why I shouldn't do something. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I'm still figuring this out too. It takes me a little bit to get the Holy Spirit. I remember dating a girl and uh, she, she was had such a strong relationship with Holy Spirit. And I bring up these issues and she's like, oh, what Holy Spirit say? And I'm like, I haven't gone to him yet. <laughs> Oops. So she said that enough times where I wouldn't even go to her until I went to Holy Spirit. <laughs> Sometimes we need people in our lives like that. But I've come to this realization like, oh, yeah, I should probably uh, ask you what I should do. I'm like, Holy Spirit, what do you think I should do? He's, he didn't really give me an answer. 
<laughs> but he said, I would rather have you follow your heart than stray away or stay at a distance because of fear. Let me say that again. He would rather have me follow my heart, my this inner attraction, than keep away because of fear. Oh, ah, that hurt because it, it wasn't, it was true. It was very, very true. But it also was this spot of like, oh man, I have to put myself out there now. <laughs> I was safe. I was safe behind my mind, behind this. There's no risk in not doing something. There's risk in stepping out. And whatever you do, there's risk in stepping out. And I'm like, oh, now I have to do it because, because I have to. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I don't ask Holy Spirit things. <laughs> oh, that's just a real, a real aspect into my heart, my mind. It's just like, okay, you. Just, <laughs> there's a risk in asking Holy Spirit what He wants you to do. I'm sure you can kind of notice my demeanor is completely changing from the earliest bit of this podcast. And that's why I wanted to do this last because I had a feeling being vulnerable would bring this out in me. So that's where I'm at. I don't have an answer yet. I don't have results yet. Uh, Still kind of processing it. But I wanted to bring you in with the processing, with the issues of my heart, and not just be someone who you listen to who already has worked through the pain, the issues, and has results now, has the answer. No, this is day by day with the Holy Spirit bringing you into the failures and successes. And this is just uh, an issue that I'm currently working with. So hopefully I'll have more answers for you down the line. But this is day by day with the Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.